his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, Beamaz and Beamer are back here with you on WBEN looking at, hey, uh, kind of a different day throughout Western New York. That's right. Not only are we ditching the masks, Brian, but it is a beautiful summer Western New York day outside. We were talking about that earlier. You know, on the one day that uh, you want to be outside all the time, you can go inside without a mask for the first time. It's, right. <laughs> you don't want to go inside at all. Uh, Wegmans and Tops, the latest places. That happened this morning. If you weren't uh, listening or uh, with us during the morning show, uh, Wegmans and Tops both saying that their mask policy has changed, uh, no longer requiring masks in the store. You can read more about that over at WBEN.com. But uh, a lot of things changing here in New York. And in the meantime, a lot of things staying the same, right? I, I mean, at the same time, it depends on who you're listening to. I mean, you might be a little confused if you live outside the area because this is, let me read this for you. This is uh, one of the, the write-ins, the scripts that are given out to uh, stations all across the country as to things they can say about what's happening here in New York and other areas. This is uh, what it says. It says, nearly all remaining COVID business restrictions lifting across New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut today, making the Tri-State's biggest reopening day yet. Now, I that, that might be a little bit misleading. Nearly all COVID business restrictions being uh, lifted. I feel like some people would uh, beg to disagree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's the mask mandate is uh, done with in how we've known it for the last year. At the same time, I think you go to a lot of places and you're going to see a very familiar scene to what you've seen over the last 12 months. Yeah, not everything's completely lifted. And I, I still say, even though those mask mandates are getting lifted, I think if you walk into a grocery store or to a business today that has says, you know, has said, wow, great English, Joe, has said that they're dropping their mandate, you're going to see about half the people with the mask on. Oh, sure. But, you know, and who cares? Oh, you know, I, I mean, no, who yeah, cares if that? Uh, but all these things like the uh, you go into a bar, the big glass divider at the bar, well, those that are has still to there. stay yeah. in place. Um, the capacity restrictions, uh, they're technically gone. But the social distancing has to remain. Uh, you can't. You, you buy tickets tomorrow to go see the Blue Jays here in Buffalo. It's not going to be a full capacity. Right. It's not going to be like going to a normal baseball game. And uh, there is someone who knows a little bit about what we're talking about, and he joins us on the line right now. It's Bill Cassell, who uh, is general manager of Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, uh, Riverworks, plenty of other properties around Western New York. Hey, Bill, thanks for being with us. 
Thank you. Good morning. Hey, it, it is a, you know, it's a little bit of both, right? Where you see there is some kind of positive news. Uh, we're taking this step forward, one that you can see in places all across Western New York. At the same time, it's, you know, it's nowhere near the full reopening, right? It's not as if all restrictions are lifted overnight. Yeah, this is uh, going to be a difficult task because we're, you know, a lot of people are unsure. I equate it to the squeaking sneakers on the basketball court. But, you know, we're moving in so many different directions. We don't know which way is which. <laughs> we uh, here at Pearl Street are going to try and keep the mask going through the week for our staff. Um, we're going to take the, the stance that, you know, uh, CDC said they could remove their masks if they're vaccinated. We're going to post signs stating that, and we're going to go from there. This still, though, though does not affect a large event. You still need testing or, um, you know, proof of vaccination for groups of over 250 people, including weddings. Speaking of weddings and speaking of uh, having to wear masks and having to get tests, uh, what is it now for a large wedding event uh, on the dance floor? Is there still social distancing? Do masks need to be worn? Where are we uh, on that right now? Yeah, they still want people to wear masks while dancing and while drinking. They have not stated anything if you're allowed to congregate, even in a public setting or in a private event setting, with an alcoholic beverage. Last year and throughout this whole pandemic, you were not able to order a beer at the bar and walk around. Obviously, at Riverworks, throughout our 11-acre site, that's had a real, really negative effect on us. We couldn't open our beer garden and some other areas. We're hoping they're able to walk around with a drink now. What has been told to you after this announcement was made on Monday in terms of what can and can't be different inside of a restaurant and an event setting? Is it basically just the walk to your table? You don't have to require people to wear a mask anymore. Is that the main thing that's changing? That's our interpretation. Yep, and I know the uh, the outdoor uh, uh, you know, restrictions on uh, occupancy have been lifted, as well as uh, the closing times. So that's the only thing really that's changed. Yes, you're right. You can walk to your table now without a mask if you're vaccinated. That's really all we know right now. And we hear so much about the capacity being changed, but unless you ask everybody who walks through the door for their vaccination status, uh, all these things, the barriers, the distancing. They have to remain in place, right? They do. Uh, however, I'm hearing Erie County is not going to be policing this. They're leaving it up to the facility to post signage. Um, you know, we have help wanted ads in all of our areas, and, and unfortunately, mass police is not one of them. So we're going to have to run with this and hope that it all works out. Either way, there's going to be unhappy people. They're just going to have to be patient and deal with it through this, this transition. Let me ask you, if the state changed the guidelines and you mentioned walking around with a beer and they said if you had a section of your bar, let's take Riverworks as a great example. If you, if you want a section of your bar to be up and moving around with beer, however, they have to have an Excelsior pass. They have to show their proof of vaccination. Is that something you would be open to as a business? I'm not checking vaccination cards and violating people's uh, personal interests. We're just simply not going to do it. Now, the large events... Weddings, we're, we're, uh, we have to do that, and we're leaving that up to the uh, client to, to handle that. We're not going to get into that, and that's just a legal battle we don't want to get into and an ethical battle we don't want to get into. It seems kind of interesting that you know I'm picturing while we're talking to you the, the floors of Pearl Street as they're laid out, and you have you know the restaurant and bar mostly on the first floor, and then as you go up, it's more event spaces and how you know it might be maybe more relaxed on the first floor, and then it has to be more tightened up uh, depending on what floor you're on, kind of going up with what event's taking place. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, walking through a public space without a mask and going to a private space where you have to put your mask on. 
yeah, that, that's going to be fun to police as well. Obviously, we have to deal with this. We are moving in a positive direction, so we're very grateful for that. But, uh, you know, our heads are, are spinning with these rule changes on a daily basis. We're just trying to, you know, stay up to speed with what's happening and how we have to enforce it. You know, you know, for those private events, having to have a test or having to prove uh, vaccination. Now, you said that is that's in the hands of the people that are putting on the event. Uh, so what role do you play in getting that information or receiving that information? Uh, some of the testing agencies are handling that information for the clients. Um, it's just not something we've seen much interest in and the client wanting to do. But now that they're going to be mandating this and checking it, uh, we are asking the client, and, and it's kind of an honor system here, hey, make sure everybody's vaccinated or has a, a proof of, uh, you know, a, a testing within the next uh, last 72 hours. I know that at Riverworks, there's been at least one show that's announced for a little bit later on this year. Uh, what are you expecting that to look like? And what is kind of the mindset of booking a concert at a venue like that? Yeah, we're leaning towards uh, early fall, late summer for our events. We have a Totally Buffalo Festival uh, on Memorial Day weekend, which is uh, attendance controlled. You have to pre-purchase tickets. But we are starting to see some concert movement. We're meeting with concert promoters actually later today to see where we can go with this. Um, and we're trying to get things open. We have a Labatt Music Series we're going to be opening up all summer. We have our outdoor music uh, uh, dock stage out in the water that we had last year with live music every day. So things are opening and we are starting to move and uh, make things happen. When it comes to that concert atmosphere, are you under the assumption, and I'm seeing tickets kind of go on sale this way, that, hey, we're going to sell tickets as if this is a normal concert event and hope that whether it's the end of August or September or whenever we start to have shows of that kind that we're out of this? Yeah, we're optimistic September uh, is about that. We do not have any large concerts or events like that booked until September. And then as we get closer to uh, late fall through October, November, we're stepping it up even more. So unfortunately, the concert promoters have to take a lot of risk here because they're unsure. They, they may have unrefundable deposits with these acts, and they're not sure how many tickets they can sell if people will even buy them. Yeah, talking about those canceled events, um, what what happened to events that were canceled last year? Take us through that process, uh, having to manage uh, events being canceled because of COVID. Yeah, on the wedding side, it's been very difficult. There's, you know, you're reaching out to uh, clients three, four, five times. We've had weddings that have rebooked four times, and keep pushing it back further and further. The concerts, uh, everything we are supposed to do in 2020 for the majority of, uh, of the occasion, I would say 80 percent of them have rescheduled into late 2021 so we are able to retain that business the problem is now though how are we staffing up for this um, because we're trying to flip that on switch and we don't have the bodies to support all this yeah, what are you doing to try and attract people to come and work at uh, your place I, I mean bartender i feel like that's usually a pretty attractive job uh, and you, i know you have a couple others where you can make some especially during the summer months some good money doing tips so what are you doing to uh, get the word out that you need people to work, and there are going to be hours there uh, if you want to work a lot. Yeah, we, we typically have 600 employees company-wide throughout the summer. We're at about 350 right now. We need to add about 150 real quick over the, the next few months. We're in, trying to entice people with more money. We our, our rate per hour has gone up on average of $3 per hour, not necessarily in the tip positions, but we're trying to stay competitive. Now, you got to remember, our revenue has gone down. We're running at 30% revenue from uh, year over year. And, but yet we have to pay our people three to you know four dollars more per hour. 
So there's definitely a negative there. We're trying to overcome that, and the summer hopefully will bring back some of that business. You know, we've been talking about this throughout the entire week, and uh, we were talking a little bit earlier with Paul Cambria in our morning show about, you know, some of the different challenges he's been a part of, what he might see as an argument in the future toward reopening, just because New York is one of just a few states that doesn't have a, a set date or a set metric where all these restrictions would come off. So these could linger on into the fall, uh, late summer, certainly for all that we know. When does that start to become an option for you? If these concerts that you're booking uh, can't happen the way you sold tickets for, or if these restrictions on distancing and things like that seem to be in place, is there a point where you'd look into, once again, maybe talking to some other restaurants, talking to people who represent you in Albany and start to say, what are we doing in terms of legal action or at least lobbying? I think we'd be forced to take some uh, type of uh, class action lawsuit against uh, the state and wherever else we can, because we cannot overcome this again. We've had, you know, 17 months of hardship without revenue. It's time to open doors up and get people back to business. We've got, you know, mortgages and rents to pay just like everybody else. So we've got to get back to business. And if we can't, then we're unfortunately going to have to cross that bridge when we get there. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to bring back bad memories of last year, Bill. But looking at the last year of COVID and, and the semi-opening up of summer, what would you say? What part of COVID or uh, the easing of restrictions would you say saved business over the last year? I don't know if any of them saved the business. Um, the, the one that hurt us the most was when they had to order food at a table last summer, and that was sprung on us uh, late in the game. You know, we had just reopened, and then we heard that news. So I think, uh, you know, the table size, they're starting to loosen that up a little bit. We went from four tops to, to 10 people at a table to, you know, growing that even further. That's helped uh, tremendously as well. But we need we need all these uh, guidelines lifted so we can just get back to business. People are vaccinated. Let them make that choice. They want to wear a mask. Go ahead. You're welcome to wear a mask here if you want. Are you excited for this weekend? Are you expecting it to be, you know, uh, have that atmosphere kind of brought back just a little bit because of that feeling of loosening up a little? We really are. The energy's coming back. Uh, the problem we have is the uncertainty. The customer looking at that employee who's not necessarily in a management role, but they're all trying to make decisions on if this is okay or if this is not okay. So I guarantee you there's going to be people looking around and, and seeing what other people are doing as they come in. But, uh, you know, we just want to have fun and, and get back to business, and hopefully this stuff will work itself out. Hey, uh, hoping for the best as always, Bill. Thanks so much. Bill Casal, General Manager of Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, uh, Riverworks, plenty of other places uh, as well, joining us live this morning. Uh, It is uh, really cool to see that some of the atmosphere is back. Yes. And then at the same time, you're still feeling for a lot of these places that are still dealing with restrictions that, uh, I mean, it's, again, like we said at the top of the show, it, you can't get fooled by, all right, hey, we're reopened. It's 100% capacity. When nothing is really changing as of yet, you know, New York is not at the level that the other states are now. And New York, as I mean, we've said it every single day this week, is still one of three states without a plan for a full reopening. No plan. And you know what? Yes, being able to get rid of the mask today, that is a step toward normal. But, you know, Bill... Uh, Talked about a lot of stuff that I didn't know or had forgotten about. You can't walk around a bar uh, with an alcoholic beverage, even with the mask mandate lifted. So there are certain bars, Brian, where that that is the bar. 
you go there and you walk around. You get a drink at the bar and, and you walk around. So those places really can't resume their normal business. As we know, to, today the capacity limits are gone. But that doesn't make any, any difference because you still have to keep a six-foot distance like they have to do at the Erie County Fair in August, by the way. Uh, so as the face masks are off and it will look normal, you know, Amy Buemi said this morning she'll, she's excited to be able to see people's faces again, see people's expression, actually have uh, a, a conversation with someone. Um, but we're not back to normal. We don't know when normal is going to be. This is a step toward that. But for a lot of these businesses, they still have those restrictions and they still have to make sure that their uh, customers, that the people at their establishment aren't breaking those restrictions because the fines then fall on them. All right. It is, uh, you know, it's something that a lot of people have been looking forward to, as we mentioned before, uh, Tops and Wegmans this morning joining uh, more national chains like Target, Walmart, CVS pharmacies, a few other uh, places that are saying we are adopting these CDC guidelines in uh, places where local regulations allow, where masks are optional, the mask policy is changing. We've been asking you throughout the morning, and now's your time to weigh in at 803-0930. Uh, give us a call or send us a text on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Is uh, is your mask coming back? Are are you Have you worn your mask for the final time as of today? Uh, I mean, a couple different ways to uh, look at that. You know, maybe the answer is yes. Maybe the answer is no, because you have to go in places where you still have to wear a mask. Um, I think for a lot of people, today is kind of that day where they're saying, all right, the mask is going in the garbage. I'm not buying it ever again. Um, and, it, you know, it's gone. It's gone for good. Well, Brian, as of right now, you and I still have to keep our masks. We do? Well, yeah, here. Oh, I didn't. Know. We still have to wear. Aware. We still have to wear a mask to go to the bathroom. <laughs> was, you know, Dr. was not was news to me, Joe. Thank you, <laughs> Doctor Russo said something uh, a few weeks ago, and I I think he's right. As much as we want to get rid of the masks, not have to walk with them on our person, I do think for the next few months it'll always you'll have a mask either in your car or in your pocket. Uh, I think a lot of people want to say they're done forever but hey like you said there's some businesses they're well, going to go to here's the choice it's to me it's kind of uh, like i think we've all been to a place like uh, a little fancier place I, you've all been to a bar that says you can't wear a hat right or you know you can't wear shorts to a certain you know there, a little yeah. bit of a dress code it almost becomes that level right where there's a dress code and if there's a bar that i go and i'm wearing a hat and I walk into a and they say you can't you have to take the hat off you can't be wearing yeah. that hat. I'm not going to that place I'm not again. Going there. No. And I think that's pretty much where I am when it comes to the mask wearing. Like if there's a place right now that still is requiring you to wear the mask, you know maybe I'll see you when that requirement is dropped. I mean the only place I can think of is when I pick my son up from daycare and that still has to happen. And uh, yeah, I'm not. He's not exactly picking up his uh, backpack and meet me outside yet, so I, I have to go in there. But other than that, I you know whether it's grocery shopping, it's going out somewhere. I if I walk someplace and I see the sign like, "Hey, you have to put the mask on," I am thinking twice. I'm you know I'm not taking the mask with me out when I walk into the car. I'm not doing that when I walk out of the house anymore. It's kind of done as of today, and you can let us know where you think on that. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. You know, I was asked to leave a pool club once because I had a Mets jersey on. Really? Yeah. No, no team uh, jerseys uh, were allowed to be sported at this pool club in Vegas. 
And so I had to walk back to my hotel as the so rest dress code as the rest of my group. Yeah. So you can wear an undershirt, but you can't wear a, a team jersey. You want people to look so good. So I had to walk back to my hotel, drop off the jersey and, and, you know, 20 minutes down the strip. So 40 minutes later, I finally was able to go to the pool with my uh, There with should my be group. a dress code in here, by the way. It's 80 degrees out. You're wearing a Christmas shirt. It's a short sleeve shirt. It's, it's a it's Christmas not, it's, shirt. It's not a Christmas sweater. It's got elf on it. Yeah, I thought it was funny. It's a- <laughs> 80 degrees for the first time. <laughs> but it's not It's not a long... It, it is a summer t-shirt. It's just from a Christmas movie. All my summer t-shirts have Santa Claus on it. That's what I. That's how I go. Hey, I like to mix it up, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, let us know how you feel. 803-0930. And we'll also uh, revisit something we heard this morning. Interesting comments from both Dr. Tom Russo and Paul Cambria when they were on the morning show. We'll revisit some of that. You're listening to BMAS and Beamer on... His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. W-B-E-N. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right. Uh, let's start it off. Alex in Buffalo, you're with Beamaz and Beamer talking about masks going away as of today for the most part. What's going on, Alex? Nothing. I couldn't be happier about it. What are are you planning on wearing a mask ever again? Um, I'll be honest. I've only worn a mask when walking into a store for five minutes, and the second I walk out, I can't wait to peel it off my face. I feel bad for my fiance and a lot of other essential workers that work at hospitals and whatnot, and they have to wear them for twelve hours a day. I don't know how someone can do that. I think we should have a Instead of Burning Man, we should have Burning Mask in a big field, maybe in Delaware Park. Everyone's clothed, though, um, if we're having that here. I, <laughs> that, that's the one rule, Alex. Thanks. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat recently. That I, I, the only time I'm wearing a mask really is walking in and out of the store, right? Um, at at the gym because you have to, um, you know, picking my 
kid up from daycare. Uh, you have to inside there. And uh, aside from that. Going to the bathroom here. <laughs> going to the bathroom here with the, nobody around me. Right. Um, there's no one in this uh, Walking building. Walking to the empty office. Um, but I, I think after today, a lot of people are just kind of, uh, they're done with it. They're shedding the mask. And I do think that there might be some of that that we were talking about before the break. I, now there might be a choice. Uh, so shopping-wise, right, Wegmans, Tops announced today um, that they're updating their mask policy. Uh, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Uh, they're not going to be you know, policing the mask policy, but it's no longer mandatory for all shoppers, basically. Same is true in Target and in Walmart. As far as I know, Aldi, though, their kind of company-wide policy is that, which is funny because Aldi and Trader Joe's are the same parent company. Right. And Trader Joe's is... Was one of the first. Yeah. No mask. Aldi, I think they're just trying to see how it goes. You right. know, they've got two companies here. <laughs> All right, we'll see which one uh, fares a little bit better. Aldi is keeping the mask for now. It lasts that I... I mean, that could have changed in the last 30 minutes here, but it lasts that I've seen. And I am less likely to go. I shop there a lot. I'm less likely to go in there now. Um, I'll let my wife do the shopping at Aldi <laughs> and, uh, because I, I, I don't want to have to carry it with me, slap it on, and walk through the store. Well, Aldi, I find, will be the store that when I do go there, I'm going to forget because I'll be used going to places that I don't have to wear my mask, right? I'll walk to Walmart, and then usually I do hit up Aldi after Walmart, and I'm going to walk through and have to be reminded uh, to put the mask on. By the way, Aldi is a place you have to wear headphones because there's no music at Aldi, just to revisit something from a few weeks ago. If, as if it would make a difference for you? Right, it wouldn't. I'm just saying, I think, well, I think there's more of an excuse to wear headphones at Aldi. Because you need background music while shopping. You're going to just shop in the silence? Yes, yes I am. <laughs> like I said, there's nothing more toxic I'll than I'll say me- hi to the person next to me. There's nothing more toxic than me oh, being stuck raspberries with- today. <laughs> I can't find a good one, right? Am I right? <laughs> Being stuck with my own thoughts is one of the one of the most toxic things I can do. So I have to have the uh, the audio. All right, uh, Joe in Hamburg, you're on WBen. What's going on today? Hey Brian, you just mentioned about wearing a mask at the gym. My son was at uh, one of the local gyms, franchise gyms. So there's multiple gyms around the area, and um, he said no requirement to wear a mask. Yeah, you know, most of the people weren't wearing masks. No, they weren't taking your temperature or asking you any questions about COVID. As you walked in the door, like um, like they were as of yesterday, you know, as of the end, you know the end of yesterday, um, he said that the showers are open and uh, the sauna is going to be open by next week. That is great news. The showers being open and the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because there's nothing worse than than going for a workout, assuming the showers were open. Now, yes, I could have gone online and read this, uh, but assuming the showers are open, you get a workout in, you want to meet your you're supposed to meet some friends out afterwards and you realize I'm either going to have to be late to meeting my friends out or go without taking a shower because the showers weren't open. So I'm glad to hear showers open. The sauna's open. Let's get back to let's get back to what we do at the gym. Is that what you were hoping for, Joe, to kind of see this big shift on day one? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I mean you're gonna you're gonna have some places that are actually uh, gonna gradually switch over or may not switch over yet because you know they're they're the type of business that they can't. But it's it's just the idea that you know like say same thing with you guys reporting about tops and Wegmans and whatnot. I mean. It's just the idea that you can actually breathe air and you're not breathing through a mask. I mean, when I when I go into the gym, when I walk out of the gym, 
there's a garbage can right there at the door, right outside the gym, you know, and I throw my mask, you know, in the garbage every time because, quite frankly, uh, you know, well, it's a one, I use it as one-use mask, especially you going to the gym, but still, it's just the idea, it's, a, it's just the freedom of just, getting rid of it yeah i i hear you on that joe thanks for the call and i it's not just the ability to breathe the air and everything but to know that it's perfectly fine to do so right and it's perfectly safe to do so and that's why this change is taking place right because it's perfectly fine to be able to be doing that uh whether you're at the gym whether you're going to uh, out at a bar, at a restaurant, uh, out shopping, and uh, something like that. Let's uh, turn now to Chris from Wheatfield. You're on BMAS and Beamer. What's up? Hi, guys. How you doing? Doing well, Chris. Uh, I just wanted to call. You were talking about all these uh, requiring masks, and I just wanted to say that you know that may be their, their official policy, but all throughout the pandemic, they've, they've never required you to actually wear a mask in the store. Um, me and my wife shop there all the time. We never wear never wear a mask in there. Uh, in fact, my wife was confronted by a customer in there one time, and um, he called the manager over, and the manager told the customer, "If you're uncomfortable with it, that the customer, the other customer, could leave." Well, my wife finished her shopping. All right, Chris. Thanks for the call. Uh, somebody texting in saying they were at uh, one of those uh, Aldi locations, saying there's a sign on the door that says "masks not required if you're vaccinated." So that so could have changed. Must have changed. Yeah. Uh, last a lot uh, of stores opened within the last hour, so uh, something that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but I, I'm I am surprised more businesses didn't come out over the past couple of days and say, "All right, this is what we're doing," just so you can avoid some of that confusion. Right. This is something that came out on Thursday. You would think meeting Friday, sit on it over the weekend, then Monday nationwide come out with this. Because remember, it was just Thursday, the CDC. Well, it's just Monday for all of the places here. It was just right. Monday that we found out that today you'd be allowed to do that here I'm in New York State. Talking national businesses. Yeah. Because uh, of the CDC uh, and, on Thursday. And for a lot of the places to be able to say that in advance to maybe avoid some of that, uh, what's going on? Um, I know Aldi's one of them. And uh, that might have changed as of today, according to some of the people on the text board this morning. You know, uh, I'm telling you, first Bill's game, if you keep your mask until September, um, you know, when you get those drums to put a fire in at the uh, at tailgates, maybe a mask uh, burning will happen at one of the Bill's lots uh, this fall. Yeah. Right. I, a, a final goodbye. I, I'm not sure. I, I feel like by that time and especially over the summer. They'll be gone. Uh, yeah, most of it is going to be gone. I mean, maybe it's this weekend. Maybe it's this weekend kind of going out because there is something about uh, going out. And and you could say it's not just the mask. It's maybe you, you are what, the first time you went to a restaurant, you know, since they reopened almost a year ago. Right. right? Uh, or the first time you did something else like that where you're in more of a public setting. I think you do that. You kind of see like, oh, OK, you know, I'm. We're all fine here. Everybody's fine. <laughs> you know, we're we're living our life uh, as much as we can right now, and it's not that hard to kind of go back. And then people become a little bit more comfortable doing that, and I think you're going to see that. I think really rapidly happen over the weekend. As well, it, over the weekend, as things ease this month. I mean, look at it. May 31st, bars can go back to their regular hours. Right. So you can go back to actually having your regular night out going bar hopping. Yes, there are still the dividers. Yes, you can't stand up while you're drinking, but it's a sense of normalcy. I don't have to go to three bars and get three meals. I can go meet up with friends. 
I and do a little bar that, hopping. Is that different now? You can't stand up when you're because before it was if you were standing up, you needed to wear the mask. And right. I always thought that's why you can't stand up while you're drinking. But is that now not a thing because of the mask, or was it because of the distancing that you couldn't stand up wearing a mask? It's a good or question. Couldn't stand up with a drink. I didn't know you couldn't walk around with a drink. Now that the mask is gone. That was something Bill uh, Bill said in the first segment. If you missed it at wben.com, I uh, that's news to me. But I, Brian, you know this. I like to stand up when I'm out drinking. I'm not a fan of sitting when I'm out. You know. Yo, oh yeah, I'm right there with, with people. you. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I like to. I like to. Be on my feet, especially if I'm out watching a game. I like to be on my feet. I like to have a beer in one hand and, and talking with people. Um, I can't wait for that. But like you said, things are easing up. I think your point to Bill was 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 perfect. That's exactly what people are doing this weekend. I think places are going to be as packed as they can be because it is that sense of freedom. It's that sense of getting back to normal. Uh, somebody texting in and uh, the, went to Dash's this morning for a coffee at one of the uh, places. I think it's now... With everything we have and what's updated, it's basically every place you go grocery shopping uh, just about throughout Western New York has that policy. Uh, it said they didn't wear a mask. It was liberating. Uh, found it strange, this uh, person who texted in to 803-0930 on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, but there was about two people, four people in line, two people wearing a mask, two people weren't. The person in front of me was wearing a mask, then took three steps to go to a table, and then sat down and took off the mask. And it's... It's things like that that, you know, kind of bring us a little bit more toward uh, getting rid of the silliness of the rule. I was uh, a few months ago now, we were down on Hurdle Avenue, and there is a a bar there that's like indoor-outdoor. So part of it is like on a sidewalk outside. And I was with a friend, and he was kind of like leaning up on the bar, uh, but not sitting down on the stool. And he didn't have his mask on. And he was told by the bartender, you know, sorry, if you're standing up, and we are outside, by the way, too. If you're standing up, you have to put your mask on. So he goes, and instead of, he's leaning on the bar, instead of standing up, he goes and puts his seat, uh, puts his butt on the seat. His head is literally not moved during this process. But from going, you know, picture this in your mind, you're kind of leaning over to all of a sudden now you're sitting, your head doesn't move in that same airspace, but one is fine and one is not when it comes to wearing the mask. And that's the kind of stuff that people look at and say, what are we doing here? Right. You know, what is the point of any of this and what has been the point? Getting rid of that, I think, brings people more, you know, more comfort that they are able to not worry about some of the nitpicky things that don't make any sense anymore. Um, starting today. And that's what it is. You know, people will criticize uh, criticize you for questioning, but if you look at some of these silly rules, I think that's why a lot of doubt in certain policies that were helping, uh, I think it was the little silly things on top of that that really turned people off um, of some of these things when we were in the middle of the pandemic. And when we talk about the restrictions, one of the things that always gets brought back is what was the deal, right? What was the deal that we kind of, no one really agreed to it, but that everybody kind of collectively thought, all right, this makes sense in the very beginning, looking a little over a year ago. Uh, the idea of flattening the curve, right? The idea that you don't want the healthcare system to be overwhelmed. That's why you need to take such extraordinary measures. That's why everything is being limited. Well, where we are right now, the amount of vaccinations, what we're seeing in the trends and everything like that, 
We had Dr. Tom Russo on earlier today, Chief of Infectious Disease at the Jacobs School of Medicine, and asked him about that question and where those concerns lie now, the big concern of overrunning the healthcare system. Do you think our fear of overrunning the healthcare system and hospitals has passed? Yeah, I think that's largely behind us. I mean, I feel very good here at Erie County that is not going to happen. I think what we're going to see is at sort of even a lower level, we saw that sort of St. Patty's Day, Easter, spring, uh, spring break, sort of bump in cases. I think that uh, we're going to have a great summer here in Buffalo. Hopefully people will continue to get vaccinated. But if we don't get, you know, a significant number of people vaccinated as we head into the cooler months, sort of that uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving season, we're going to probably see another blip of cases of those individuals that are are still susceptible. But it's not going to be in the same magnitude. I think we're going to see continued cases, but at continually lower lower levels as more and more people are protected from this virus. All right. So the big fear is behind us of overrunning the health care system. And we had attorney Paul Cambria on, asked him about those comments and how that relates to the restrictions that are still in place. Before we let you go, uh, I want to also get your thoughts on this. We just spoke with Dr. Tom Russo, chief of infectious disease at the Jacobs School of Medicine earlier this hour, and asked him about the idea that uh, uh, we're over the point where the overcrowding of hospitals, the overwhelming of the healthcare system locally is an issue. He said, I think that's not going to happen, that the fear of overcrowding hospitals is past us. In your experience arguing some of these cases regarding restrictions, is that something that could be brought forth as a reason for, say, a restaurant, you know, right now to say, do we need these six-foot restrictions still, um, even if we're not asking for proof of vaccination because that original fear, the original reason you could argue, I guess, of why these restrictions were put in place, the fear of overcrowding hospitals, is in large part passed. Would that be reason enough? Yeah, that, well, I think it clearly is a substantial reason. And you can recall in the very beginning the governor saying, well, you know, we can't do this because here's the capacity for sick people and uh, here, are, here are the numbers. Uh, and the numbers overwhelm our capacity, and therefore that uh, you know that's what justifies these regulations. So yeah, that was front and center. Uh, and of course, as it goes down, uh, then the inverse argument should be available. Uh, if it was enough to justify these in the beginning, it should be enough to remove them. Uh, as the numbers slide down. That's attorney Paul Cambria who joined us too. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about these restrictions lifting because there are a lot of people who are quick to say, oh, well, it's too soon. Oh, well. I mean, Even the governor reportedly was uh, complaining yesterday that the CDC was too quick and abrupt in his guideline, which is pretty rich if you ask any business <laughs> owner, I think, throughout the entire state of New York that, oh, you're telling me that it was uh, unfair to have something that drastically changed the way you operate just uh, happen at a moment's notice. you got to be kidding me. That That is unfair. Of all governors to call him <laughs> out uh, for it to be Andrew Cuomo. But, but there goes the, I mean, the original and one of the big concerns throughout the last year. There you have it. I mean, there, we're past that fear right now. And it, with the vaccine, it seems like we've been past that fear for quite some time, uh, especially when the numbers seemed to go down after the uh, big spike 
that we saw in hospitalizations over the holidays. So now is the time to start thinking about the end game and come up with the plan that most of the country has. Right. And as Dr. Russo said, and as Dr. Nielsen said yesterday, it's not only with the vaccines. Obviously, that's number one. That's most important. But even those who end up in the hospital, the things that we have now at doctor's disposal, Brian, uh, that we didn't have last year also is a huge game changer. And just having a year under our belts of this virus is a game changer and ending um, and not having that curve be an issue. We have flatten that hospitalization curve and and like we said it's it's not coming back brian before we go uh there was a texter and and i think the same person i was texting with earlier uh they have a three-year-old and a four-year-old and talked about uh how safe they should feel going to wegmans and we also had this conversation yesterday with dr nielsen and you know the effects of covid on younger children don't seem to be those um of that on the older population Uh, but you should still mask your children up it's it's your call but when you're at Wegmans I want to know you being a father what your feelings are uh taking Weston to the grocery store well has I mean we do it all he loves the grocery store it's like he loves it riding in the cart looking at all the different things I mean the kid you can be there for like three hours he's just amazed he loves looking at everything I mean they're a sponge right they they take it all in all the colors things that you don't see so he, it's one of his favorite things. I, You're not allowed to put a mask on. He's under two years old. Oh, I mean, there's right. a greater risk of him suffocating right. from the mask than anything to do with COVID uh, at that age, which, I mean, does tell you a little bit of something about how serious, once that comes out, and I, I get that information from doctors, that tells me one thing about uh, masks and kids. You are asked, I mean, that's the official policy of, you know, Tops, Wegmans, all these places. They say that, you know, if you're unvaccinated, you should be wearing the mask. That would apply to kids. Um, I don't think there's going to be many people checking up on it. So, you know, it is the call of the parent. And like all of this, it is the uh, it is your decision how to best take care of your family's health. That is never despite everything you may have heard that has not changed over the past year. Right. That it is your decision. You know, the information, you know how to look at the risk of covid, whether you're 65 or whether you're six and how it's different, and I mean that is that is your call. I, I'm, you know that you're going to be at the official policy. You know what the official policy is like this. We're on the so-called honor system, right, all across New York State now. Everyone knows what the policy is. Everyone's free to make up their mind. Right. Everyone's had the opportunity to get a vaccination if you want that vaccination and you're concerned about it. The only people who are in that group that have to be still worried, as we've heard this morning from Dr. Wilds, Dr. Russo, are people who fall into a, a medically advised immunocompromised group. And that's not, we talked to Dr. Wilds, that's not, oh, I get sick a lot, my immune system might be bad. That is a doctor telling you, you have a weakened immune system. Right. For X reason, and the vaccine might not work as well on those people, they're still getting information. You're being asked to still wear a mask in those cases because it might protect you a little bit. So you have the information at your disposal. You've had over a year of experience in this. I am more trustworthy of my fellow citizen than I feel like most, certainly most people on the internet. <laughs> I, I'm glad to live in Western New York. I think we have smart people here. I think we have people who have the full ability, once you're an adult of a certain age, to take the information available and make what decision is best for you and go at it. Enjoy a little taste of freedom 
that you haven't had in over a year, and hopefully we get you know some of the actual freedom at some point soon. Well said. We'll be back here tomorrow on WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.